Daniel chapter 1 verses 19 and 20 verses 19 and 20 verses 19 and 20 thank you Holy Spirit then the king interviewed them and among them all among them all none was found like Daniel Hananiah Mishael and Azaria therefore they served before the king 20 and in all matters of wisdom and understanding about which the king examined them he found them ten times better than all the magicians and astrologers who were in all his realm amen he found these four daniel and his brethren his friends the king found them ten times better which means that whether they liked it or not there was some form of um, competition there was some form of measure where they were put side by side with everybody else and when they were examined they found that as for daniel and his brethren they were 10 times better in the same vein when they look at you and they look at others may something about your life show that you are 10 times better in jesus name but you need to understand that nothing happens in this just happens in this world tell somebody nothing just happens tell the one behind you nothing just happens it didn't just they didn't just wake up one day and become 10 times better it wasn't just recorded in daniel 120 that concerning them they were 10 times better there has to be certain things that were aligned there has to be certain principles that they followed there have to be certain things that came together to ensure that as for these people they are unique and they are not like anybody else hallelujah now the first of what you need to understand is that it means that for you to be 10 times better then you, you are not doing what everybody else is doing you are not conforming to what everybody else is conforming to the laws that others follow you must be following something different that should set you apart from all other people but that shall be your story in jesus name now daniel chapter one the whole of chapter one introduces a story of how king nebuchadnezzar went into the people the children of israel in jerusalem and took over uh, took took over their city and their vessels that were used in the temple put up daniel 1 1 let's read a bit so we get the background story of how now it is being recorded of them that they are 10 times better daniel 1 1 in the third year of the reign of jehoiakim king of judah nebuchadnezzar king of babylon came to jerusalem and besieged it too and the lord gave joachim king of judah into the hand into his hand who gave jehoiakim to, to nebuchadnezzar talk to me who gave him the lord the bible says it was the lord who picked Je, uh, jehoiakim and the vessels and decided to give them to nebuchadnezzar and, and so the bible says and the lord gave jehoiakim uh, king, king of Judah into the hands of Nebuchadnezzar with some of the articles of the house of God which they carried into the land of Shinar to the house of his God and he brought them the, he brought the articles into the treasure 
house of his God. This is Nebuchadnezzar. He has entered into the city of Jerusalem. He has entered into the temple. He has taken articles that are used in the service of our Lord Jehovah. And he has picked these articles and taken them to his small God. And is using them in the service of his small God. And yet the Bible says that God gave it to him. Are we on the same page? God allowed him. The Bible says God was in it. Many of us think that it is only when good things are happening that God is in it. But hear me, sometimes even when things we consider bad are happening, God is in it as well. I don't know what you are going through, but I see the hand of God in it, turning things around and shaping things so that at the end of the day, he will bring you to a place of increase and fulfillment. Somebody said, that is my story. And so, they didn't just become 10 times better out of the blue. Certain principles were followed. And I'm going to discuss a few of these principles with you. Number one, the principle of trusting God in the process. The principle of trusting God in the process. The principle of trusting God through it all. When you read the entire text in chapter 1, we never get the impression that Daniel has forgotten where he's coming from or has forgotten his roots. In fact, you see clearly that he is still a man of faith and together with his brethren, they still believed in God. You could see that even though they had been carried as slaves from Jerusalem, their home city, and had been taken to be servants in Babylon, nowhere is it recorded that they lost trust in their God. They still believed in him, even when the Bible says God himself gave them away into slavery. They still believed in him. You see, because if God is in it and God is the one doing it, then he says, your end shall be glorious. And so it does not matter what the process you are going through states. All you need to do is to trust him through the process. There are many times that the process may, may be full of bitterness, may be full of some hurt or some pains, but tap somebody say, just trust him as you go through it. Or tell somebody, trust him in the process. Many of us, if we were in the shoes of Daniel and co, would have become bitter. Because why would you sit there and allow us to be taken into slavery? Why would you allow the articles and, and vessels used in, in your worship in your temple to be carried and be used for pagan gods? And you sat there and did nothing and you still want me to worship you but he still says, trust me in the process. It reminds me of the church in Acts where James, the brother of John, is apprehended and his head is cut off. And yet when he proceeded, Herod proceeded to arrest Peter, they didn't run away, scatter or become bitter because of the experience of losing James. The Bible said they still gathered together as a people and started praying for Peter. In other words, even though they had encountered misfortune, their faith in God was not weakened in any way. Their trust in God was not weakened in any way. And I came to encourage somebody. What you are going through may be painful, but trust him through the process. It may feel as if you are delaying, but trust him through the process. Things may be, may be falling down and, and capitulating all around you, but trust him in the process. Tell somebody, trust him, trust him, trust him, trust him, trust him, trust him. Hallelujah. 
because the, at the end it will all make sense at the end it will speak volumes at the end you look back and say aha that is why it had to happen that way are you hearing what i'm saying the, the things you cannot trust whilst you are trusting God, you cannot trust man no because man can fail you how many of you have been failed by man before uh -uh. unless you have been you have been disappointed by man before you will not understand what i'm saying unless somebody has broken your heart before you will not appreciate that men can disappoint you men can say something today tomorrow morning they are saying something completely different a man who say call me at 6 a.m the money is ready you call them at 6 a.m and it is switched off there's something about men that you cannot trust man you cannot put your confidence in man and that is why the bible says cursed is he who puts his trust in the arm of flesh because man will fail you the other day jesus was with his disciples and he asked them who do men say i am he said some said you are isaiah some said you are elijah some said you are one of the prophets then he said who do you say i am who was the first person to speak peter Peter says, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. In other words, Peter was quickly able to dis decipher the identity of Jesus. He knew who Jesus was. Several moments later, this same Peter, Jesus has been arrested. A small girl says, ah, you, you are one of those that was following Jesus. And then he says, it is not me, I know him not. The same person who says you are the Christ, the son of the living God, is the same person who said, I know him not. There is something about people that depending on the situation and circumstance, they can show you a different picture. Men can be more than chameleons. And that is why you trust in God. You don't put your trust in man. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Some of you have wrongly put your trust in some uncle of yours in America. What if they bring you his casket? What would you put your trust in anymore? Some of you, somebody has promised you something and because of that you have put the entirety of your trust in that person get ready to be disappointed the only person who does not disappoint cannot disappoint will not disappoint is the king of kings and the lord of lords because all power belongs to him you see the thing about god is that when he gets ready to move and act on your behalf he does not consult anybody but men will have to ask and inquire do you know this lady what do you think about him or her and somebody somewhere you don't know may be influenced the person against you and so at the end of the day what they promise to do they will not do but thank God when he's ready to move he does not consult anybody he does not confer with anybody he does not seek the opinions of men and I see God about to rise and come through for you where the opinions of people will not matter in the scheme of things somebody say that is my story the first principle is the principle of trusting God through the process Proverbs 3 5 Proverbs 3 5. Trust him through the process. Listen, God is not, tell somebody, God is not punishing you. Or oh, tell the person, God is not punishing you. God is polishing you. Tell, tell the person, God is not punishing you. God is just polishing you. It may feel like punishment, but you are just being polished. You, you are not being destroyed. You are being increased. Somebody shout yes. Just trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding trust in the lord with what all your heart and lean not on your own understanding now if you are being asked now as you are sitting there some some of us believe in ourselves we trust in our knowledge we trust in our wisdom we believe in our skills we we have confidence in our abilities 
and the scripture is saying that trust in the Lord but lean not on you your own understanding now if you are being asked not to lean on your own understanding how much more on the understanding of other people are you following me your own understanding he says don't lean on it how much more the understanding of other people you can't trust your own understanding would you trust somebody's understanding tap someone and say trust the Lord trust the Lord trust the Lord number two principle that led to them being ten times better number two principle the principle of preparation principle of preparation principle of preparation principle of preparation Daniel 1 3 1 3 and 4 the principle of preparation then the king instructed Ashpenaz the master of his Enochs to bring some somebody says some so some means not all not everybody a few of them some of them okay he says bring some of the children of Israel and some of the king's descendants and some of the nobles if he had said bring all of them then there would be no criteria there will be no standard. Just go there and bring everybody. But the moment he says bring some of them, then you know there has to be a criteria. There has to be something that is being looked out for in order to determine which people will fall into the some category. Then he says, young men in whom there was no blemish, but good looking. Somebody say good looking. Say fresh boys and fresh girls. Even the king wanted good looking people. Hallelujah. Yeah. The king, they did some experiments some time ago. They gave, when they gave babies to the people you called fresh looking, they were more excited to go to them, even if they are strangers. And when they gave them to people you call not fresh, the children didn't want to go. So the, what, what did the children see? It's, it's a serious matter. It says, but good looking, gifted in all wisdom, possessing knowledge and quick to understand who had the ability to serve in the king's palace and whom they might teach the language and the literature of the Chaldeans wow people who are skillful people who are gifted in wisdom who possess knowledge who are quick to understand look at the criteria the king has set like, go and get me some people but make sure the people you are getting me fulfill all these standards they must be intelligent they must have they must be wise they must be knowledgeable they must be teachable get me these guys and above all they must be good looking question if you were amongst the children of Israel you were a noble or a prince or whatever and you did not have the ability to understand would you be part of this you will not qualify if if you were not wise or possess wisdom you will not be part of this if if you didn't have knowledge or you're not gifted in knowledge it means you will not be part of this now what that means is that everybody that was selected including Daniel and his brethren must have possessed all these qualities before they were selected in the first place which means they must have prepared themselves in order to be eligible for something they didn't even know was going to happen in the future are, are you following me so somebody could have been even um, uh, 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 could have been could have thought that they were all friends 
But whilst they were selecting, they will see this person is not wise and drop him. Now understand that preparation is key. Preparation is everything. Later on, they, they are told that they are 10 times better. But before their legs entered the door, for them to become 10 times better, they must have been prepared. Many of us are looking for things we are not prepared for. People are looking for marriage they are not prepared for. They think marriage is wedding. They think marriage is wedding. They are not prepared for it. People are looking for a job they are not prepared for. So you see people's CV. They say, I can work under pressure. They put them in some company and the pressure is killing them. They say, I can't. But your CV said you can work under pressure. People are looking for things they are not prepared for. The Bible says, Pharaoh had a dream in Genesis 41. And Joseph interpreted this dream. He said he saw, Pharaoh said he saw seven fat cows. And then he saw seven thin or skinny cows. Then he saw the seven skinny cows swallowing or, or, or eating up the seven fat cows. And he wanted somebody to interpret the dream. They found Joseph. What did Joseph say? Joseph said this. The seven fat cows are representative of the first seven years of increase and prosperity. Then he said the second seven years are years of famine and drought. Hallelujah. Then he said the seven years preceding will take over the entire nation of Egypt and there will be famine. Did, did he get the prophecy right? Yeah. He was able to interpret it right. And was able to predict what was going to happen. But guess what? If they had not prepared for what was about to happen, even though the prophecy was on point, they would have died. Because family would have killed all of them. What made it, in, what, 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 what made it spectacular was that after that he had told them this is the interpretation, this is the meaning then he says, so in order to forestall what is about to happen we must start saving and keeping and storing food during the first seven years of increase. So they started preparing by saving and preparing by storing. By the time the famine came, they had so much food that they were selling to other nations. Preparation. Nobody becomes a doctor without being prepared. You don't wish it into being. So I wish I am a doctor. Then you just get up, get a white, because all of them are wearing white coats. You go and find some white coats in, at Malcolm and get a stethoscope and walk into the hospital and say, I have come, I am a doctor. It doesn't happen that way. You must be prepared to walk in that dimension. Many of you, I've met people, they are looking for a car to buy. Right now, if they bring a car and they say, this car is even 5,000 CDs, can you buy it? Because you are not prepared for what they are asking for. Somebody said, man of God, I want to travel. Okay, travel. Today, if they open the airport, and it's okay, everybody with a passport, come and travel. You can't go because even a passport, you don't have. Which means you are not prepared for the thing you are looking for. Cannot teach it at all. Cannot teach it. Preparation is key. It is everything. It is vital. It is important. Amen. It is, it is everything. You need to prepare. In the days where you have not walked into the dimension of increase you are looking for, prepare. In the days where nobody is hearing of you, prepare. In the days where you seem to be in the dungeons, prepare. Because nobody just gets onto the big stage without preparation. Hallelujah. Without preparation. If you hear of two people whose marriages are good, understand that some preparation went on in the background several years ago. 
before they were thrust into marriage and they are doing well. And nothing just happens. Some of you in your mind, you are not prepared. Because in your mind, you say, nobody can come and sit on my happiness. You are not ready. <laughs> it's not age. It's about pre 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 preparedness. It's not how tall you are or how beautiful you are. It's how prepared you are. C can I teach it at all? Now, now, now. The reason why many of us here will not qualify to sit on a bank or as a CEO is because you are not prepared. If they make you CEO of the bank, you collapse it. You agree. You know in your heart you collapse. You know. Because you won't be able to understand how you are not prepared for it. So whatever in five years, wherever you want to step, wherever you want to walk, whatever you want to become, it starts today. You start preparing now. The principle of preparation. When they were in Hananiah, um, Daniel, Azariah, Mishael, when they were in Jerusalem, nobles enjoying themselves. They didn't even know that one day or a day was coming that Nebuchadnezzar would come and capture them. Yet, they had the ability to possess wisdom. They had knowledge. Why? They may not even have understood why they had it. But when that time came and Aspenas came selecting people, they possessed the quality that, that was required. When people come, when, when people come coming to select people of influence, may you be prepared to be one of them. You didn't hear me. One of the things that caught my eye said, people who can serve in the king's court. It's one of the principles to come to it. But it's, it's amazing that they're not just selecting anybody. They're selecting people who can even serve. People who are prepared. They know how to serve in the king's court. The king's court is symbolic of the, the realm of influence. If, if, if you are given the opportunity to work with presidents, can you work with them? Think about it. If you have the opportunity to sit and dine with ministers, are you prepared? Can I talk to somebody? Somebody wants to be an entrepreneur, be a CEO of something. It is not just wishful thinking. It is not just dreaming. Otherwise, you dream, you dream for long. Your children will continue dreaming for you. Yeah. There are many people who couldn't work their dreams out. They want their children to become what they dreamt of. They are forcing their... I know, I know a, a, a young man who went to school as a medical doctor, Legon. Um, he was your brother's mate. He never stepped foot once in the hospital. When he finished and they gave him his certificate, doctor, something, he said, now I've, I've done what my father wanted to, me to do. Now I'm going to do my own thing. You can see clearly it's his father's dream. It's not his. The father couldn't fulfill it. So he's living through his son. And the son said, me, I've finished this one. I'm going to do my own thing. Well, he, there was even one of his mates who stopped schooling to go and be a footballer. <laughs> Nothing just happens. We must be prepared. Now, if somebody gives you a car now, he says, okay, if you're able to drive this car from Accra to um, 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 Mamprobi, the car is yours. The Holy Spirit will impart driving into your spirit. You must learn. You must prepare. Tap someone and say, prepare. Hallelujah. I tell people all the time, look, you can never be great without having the ability to stand in front of people. How many of you know that? You, it, it can, no. Because the moment you start becoming great, people want to hear what you have to say. People want to see and learn something from you.
But here you are. At this age, you say, I'm shy. I don't want to stand in front. You are not ready for the greatness you are looking for. So this is the season where you start preparing. Yeah. Prepare. That thing won't drop from heaven. Prepare yourself. Hallelujah. Prepare yourself. Prepare yourself. There are opportunities all around. Recently, there was a certain opportunity in my area. They said, uh, there's this house. They are selling the house. One, 20,000 cities. Within one week. One week, the house was gone. In fact, there were about eight of them. Within one week, bam, they were gone. And I was telling my wife, you see, I said, this is the reason why the rich keep getting richer. Because the people who bought, they don't, they don't have a need for a house. It's just rental income and so that they will sell it. They don't have any need. Of it. But the people who really need, they are not ready, they are not prepared. Maybe if they give you one year, you can prepare. But the thing, it ain't to me in one year. I don't so. Yeah, don't call me. You are in a hurry. Prepare. You don't know where opportunities are going to come from. Prepare yourself. Don't wait till get and say, "Yeah, dear, wake up, Yeah, no. Prepare yourself. Prepare yourself. I don't know if you understand what I'm talking about. Daniel and God, they prepared. Look, with all the grace on his life, if Daniel was not skillful in wisdom, they would have dropped him. Simple. If he, if he, was not, he didn't know how to serve in the king, they would have dropped him. He, the, the, there are certain things that will first qualify you to enter. Then you will become ten times better. Hallelujah. The first, the second principle is the principle of preparation. Let me add the third one for the sake of time. Principle of self-control. Verse 7. The principle of self-control. Okay, 8. We will glean two principles from here. But I'll deal with only one today. Next week, we'll deal with the other one. But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's delicacies, nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore, he requested the chief of the Enochs that he might not defile himself. Go, go to six. Let me see. Good. So the king appointed for them a daily provision of the king's delicacies and of the wine which he drank and three years of training for them so that at the end of the time they might serve before the king. Amen. Whatever the king was eating, they became eligible to the same food. Whatever the king was being served, his portion, his, his meat, his, his wine, everything that he had access to, he made available to them as well. And th- there lies in the principle of self-control. 
the fact that do you understand what I'm saying the fact that you have been served doesn't mean you should just eat anyhow self control to become 10 times better we, you must have mastery of yourself because many great people have even fallen from their high pedestals because they couldn't control themselves whether it was their appetite whether it was their eyes whether it was their hands many people don't have that self-control required to be 10 times better I am sure the others when they heard this come and see the excitement and jubilation because what the king is eating the, the, the meat now eat some the wine now drink some what he has access to I'm eating the same thing I'm being treated like a king but these guys say you know what this is not what I want to eat I don't want to be part of this self-control hallelujah many of us must learn the skill of self-control otherwise if they make you a president one day you still money too can I say it otherwise if they make you a minister the money you will wire into your account you think it just started today they just got up one day no it's a it's a it's, it's, it's a foundation that has been laid the principle of self control Bible says it is you must have mastery of yourself some of you whatever your flesh tells you is what you do you have a problem you can't be great with that attitude yeah and now you're a friend meeting of, of great men and you are put in there, you disgrace all of us. It, it is not how you are, it is how you have to be to go where God wants to take you. There's a certain character required of you for you to be eligible for God's promotion. There's a character required. Self-control. Self. And you see, that's why one of the main reasons they were 10 times better. Self-control. What others were rushing for, they had the presence of mind not to allow their flesh to just lead them. They were in control of self. You go and visit somebody, they serve food. You eat and use your tongue to, to wipe the plate clean. You will wipe the plates clean with your tongue. And everybody around you, your friends, your family, your office people know that as for you, you like food. And you think it's a praise. You think they are praising you. So also, when it comes to food, they're this guy. They are happy, they are smiling. So they should bring it. Be there. Self-control. Otherwise, you will go to your, your, your mother-in-law's house. And they will, they will tell her, now we're so confident for you. Obeguin potter. Everything. You, when you come, you two say, we have food, should we give you a pain? They should come and serve you. Everything you eat. Hey! Self-control. Now, then they know who did. They say, oh, I'm so cornered for. 
Do you know what they say behind your back? Or Pedro, or Basso and Sapino, or Deba, Bibiobe, Oman Zanson, or the two dias, or did the mammy, ah, so did the mammy. Self control. It is necessary. Some of you, I, I, unless you don't see alcohol, they've given you a nickname and you're happy. You would drink and booze till your, 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 what do they call that device? You lose your bearings. You don't even know east from west. You have a problem. You are not ready to be 10 times better. Hallelujah. Unless some of you, unless you don't see some fine girl passing. Self-control. Your friends have given you a nickname. They think that, yeah. Oh, yeah, guy. We are in urban. You need to understand that. You can never walk in realms of influence and greatness with that attitude. If you don't have, look, because you see, if you don't have self-control, they will set you up for failure, for disgrace. Yeah, they will set you up and disgrace you simple. They will, they will intentionally put some $100,000 somewhere. They know you, you can't resist. The moment you pick it, the whole world will be looking at you. This, what are you going to say? You would have built yourself up for years for that role and just because of one act, you come crashing down. You are finished. They, they can disgrace you just because they know you don't have self-control when it comes to something. You need to tell somebody self-control, self-control, self-control. Yeah. Some of you, your flesh, everything you see, you will see. Everything you will say. Somebody is passing, you will talk. Somebody is walking, you will talk. Some car came to pass. You, you always have something to say about everything. Look at the hairstyle. Look at the waist. The dress. The tailor didn't do it well. The shoe does not match. Everything you will say. And everybody says that's how you are. And you are happy. You think it's, it's an accolade. Listen. There, there are principles required for greatness. You can never be great like that. You see, because if you have, if God carries you and you have audience with presidents, whatever they tell you, before they turn their back, the whole world will hear. Yeah, it means you can't, there, there's no, there, there, there's no password on your mouth. There's no password. Everything you, you hear, it must come out. Your husband can't trust you. Your wife can't trust you. Because when they discuss, your wife will come and discuss something with you tomorrow morning on BBC. Self-control. When, when I'm done with this series, we'll be dealing with how. How to maximize self-control. When, when we are done with this series of 10 times better, do you think it's a good thing we should look at? How. The how of it. You can't become great if, number one, you don't trust God in the process. If, number two, you are not prepared and if number three, you don't exercise self-control. I pray for you that because God is taking you somewhere, your future is bright. May God equip you, strengthen you, and empower you to be able to trust Him in the process, to be able to prepare yourself for where God is taking you to. 
and to walk in and exercise self-control. May your story be unique. May you stand out and above all, may you be 10 times better than your contemporaries. Somebody shout amen and put your hands together for Jesus. Thank you for listening to the Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr. For more of these messages, please subscribe to his podcast and SoundCloud. It's Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr. To interact with him, like his page on Facebook, follow him on Twitter at Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr.